So, well, oh, I, I have to leave right at 1 30 today. Um, I've got to get to a meeting, just uh, FYI. Okay. Uh, good for the whole time, Ms. Johanna. Okay, so welcome everybody. Today is October the 26th, 2022. This is our All Lies Matter call with Dr. Alex Lloyd and Dr. David Peck. My name is Johanna Chan. I'll be assisting them. Um, before we hear from them, though, I want to share this disclaimer. This presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Dr. Alex Lloyd, Dr. David Peck, myself, Johanna Chan, or you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, take it away, guys. Thank you so much, Johanna. Uh, I apologize that uh, Dr. David and I clashed today color-wise. Uh, we should have we coordinated better. I, I, I told him he should just take his off and do it bare-chested since he's such a hulk anyway, but uh, he's too- We humble. should always try to look alike, Alex. <laughs> he's, he's too humble to do that. So uh, anyway, <laughs> next, next time we'll try to- do a little bit better. But anyway, welcome, welcome. We meet here every week. I'm Alex Lloyd. Uh, the good looking guy in the middle is Dr. David Peck. He's a double board certified surgeon and 20 plus year professor at Columbia Presbyterian. Um, he has uh, over 50 clinical papers published for United States patents. Uh, but that's not why he's here. He's here because he loves you. He's here because uh, even though he's at the very top of that medical hierarchy, um, he is open to new things, new truths, um, something that maybe uh, works uh, where maybe in some other situations, uh, something doesn't work. That's all he's here for is to help. He's not being paid a penny. Um, he's here for you. A giving, giving of his time to help you. Um, and um, today we have a, Dave, I'm in a quandary because you sent, you sent, um, um, you sent to me what's two topics. One was apathy and one was kind of victim mentality. And do you see those as going together? Um you know, I this I was sort of confused, and I had some other um, parts that I also wanted to, uh, you know, build some contrast with as well. So, really, you're the expert when it comes to this. I, I always like to tell people, you know, I've done all that stuff with the allopathic medicine and the university professor scholarship, academic tracking, etc. But one when, when it comes to emotional um, understanding and healing of source memories i'm a rookie and you're the expert alex is the guru of emotional well-being being in balance and so you know i'm always i i love trying to find these you know different places these different areas to to um to uh, address and everything but it's always with a question and what is pick it's really about picking alex's brain and that's the other okay. you know name of this oh, that yeah. i like to call but anyway um, well, here's, here's how I would kind of differentiate, Dave. So, so yeah. see what you think about this. Okay. 
to me, apathy is kind of when you've given up. And, and some of the most ex famous experiments for that were done by a guy named Skinner in psychology a long, long time ago, many decades ago. And one of the ones they would do is they would put an animal in a cage with a little button. And if it pushed the button, food would come out. Okay. And, um, and so they would, they would do that and there would be a shock involved. So if, if the dog or animal pushed the wrong button, they would get a shock. If they pushed the right button, they would get food. So, I mean, those animals, Dave, learned like that. I mean, they learned in like 60 seconds not to do the shock one and to do the food one, just like, a, just like we would. And we would never do the shock one again unless we got mixed up. But then they varied it so that it didn't matter which one they pushed, it was always arbitrary that on one push they would get a piece of food but it wouldn't necessarily be the same button as the last time. And on one, they would get a shock, but it wouldn't necessarily be the same one they got a shock right. on the last time. So it became unpredictable. And when it became unpredictable, the animal lay down on the cage and was shocked over and over and over and over and never got up to do anything. In fact, they would just lay there and die sometimes. They gave up completely when it became unpredictable. So to me, that's kind of apathy. And victim mentality to me is the person hasn't given up at all. They just, for whatever reason, aren't able to do it the way you're supposed to do it. So they get to this place where they try to manipulate others either to do it for them or at least to give them sympathy for their situation. So... The giving up is really just, I've tried everything I know to try and nothing works, or at least nothing I've tried works. So I don't care anymore. I'm giving up. The other okay. one is I've not given up. I really still want it badly, but I've tried the, you might say, straight way to do it, the way that you know, you're supposed to do it by the book in order to get that result. Or I've not, or I've tried to try, but I couldn't finish it for because of my own issues. So now I'm not really trying anymore. I'm trying to get you to do it for me, or at the very least to say, "Oh, poor pitiful Alex." It, oh, isn't he? I, I feel so bad for Alex because he, he he just he tries and tries and tries, and it just doesn't work. So, oh, poor pitiful Alex, and that makes me feel better. So that's sort of, does that make any sense? It, it makes sense. And, and, and it sort of, and it, it's still slightly nebulous. And I'll tell you what, I'm, my thing was this, if, if you're a victim, you know, what I saw is, is that somehow it's taking motivation away from you. I don't know. I have this story with my son. Okay. So yeah. I favor, I used to favor one son over the other mm -hmm. and the, the the son that got was unfavored became like less motivated about to, you know, and sort of apathetic. And I, I was trying to tie that in with, you know, being a victim. And also, you know, if you're, I see what you're saying that, that you're still mo apathy is just flat out, you know, total apathy. Whereas the victimhood might seem like it's apathetic. Like I'm not trying, but I'm really trying to get someone else to do it. So I'm that's still, right. yeah, that's yeah. okay. Maybe. Yeah. So, um, 
Okay, so, I so, so I don't know which one we would call this or some of both. That that's fine. So so um um I I I would say this when when I started to school, my life felt idyllic to me. Uh, everyone I knew loved me. I loved them. We were we had a great relationship. I was happy. Um, I was protected. I was safe. I was nurtured. I had everything I needed, you know, and, 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 and that's who I thought I was and who I thought my, and what I thought my life was. And then I go to school and find out I'm short and fat and not very attractive. I'm dumb. I can't make good grades. I end up having uh, restroom accidents and stuff that, that causes me to be made fun of way more than almost anything else. And there reached a point, probably at about third grade for me, Dave, where kind of as far as academics, I gave up. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was, I've tried and tried and tried, and I guess I'm just stupid, okay? Uh, I give up, all right? Now, now, in college and graduate school, that turned around. I learned I was dyslexic and some other stuff. And, and I learned how my brain works and how to, to do academics in a way that my brain works. And I did really well. But early in life, I had not figured any of that out. And it was this total shock trauma to go from that idyllic life before school to horrible life. This is a nightmare um, in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade. So I became apathetic. Uh, about academics and and quit trying to my parents great disappointment and uh and my teachers and everyone else so that's my apathy one um my victim if i've got a victim mentality it was probably for a couple of weeks when hope kicked me out of the house said i can't stand to live with you anymore and even though I knew things were bad, I, I, I didn't know they were that bad. I never really thought that would happen. And I did do probably for a couple of weeks after she kicked me out of the house, poor pitiful me. Um, and I mean, that may be the lowest time of my life, David. And it, and it wasn't because Hope kicked me out of the house. It was because of this poor pitiful me that I had. My attitude is what made it so horrible. Now, I missed her and I was scared, but um, it was really the poor pitiful me thing that really took me down into the gutter and I just wallowed there for a while and luckily got out. But uh, what's your part of that, Dave? Yeah, the, the reason I, I'm interested in this is, is partly, well, mo mainly because it's kind of like the opposite for me. Um, you know, like I was that, I told you told me before, I'm that good boy, that overachiever, yeah. all that kind of thing, conditional love and everything. Whereas, you know, when I see the opposite, like, you know, my one son, I have the two sons, the older son was like the perfectionist, you know, good looking and all this and everything yeah. athletic. And the younger one was also, but in, in a different way, you know, so, you know, would get favored and the, the younger one became more apathetic and lost, lost motivation. So, you know, what what are the what are, what are the types of drivers that would drive drive people to underachieve you know yeah. that's that's sort of what's you know the overall sort of you know view of it and um 
you know, and, and so it seems as though, you know, feeling as though, you know, I'm a victim, you know, I, you know, I'm sorry, you know, feeling sorry for yourself is that one of those drivers that would, that would, would, would lead somebody to underachievement. Um, yeah. And then the other a, lot of the time, a lot of the time it's fear of success and fear of failure that, I see. that get us. And, and I that, don't deserve, I don't deserve. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. And then the other thing I wanted to sort of contrast as get your thoughts on for contrasting this with the, the idea of helplessness and um, from the self-control category, you know, whereas like when you feel helpless, does that also lead to underachievement and sort of a victim mentality? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, those, those are the main things. And Oh, actually also, um, okay. I just discussed the perfectionism. So yeah, you know, um, those were, those yeah. are my thoughts, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I would say if you're watching this, um, are the is there an area of your life where that that is maybe not what you want it to be? But when you think about that area, it's just no, 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 no. Can't go there. No, uh, you feel like you've tried stuff. It hasn't worked, and whatever you try in the future is not going to work. Well, let me just assure you, there's a solution for everything, okay? Now, I mean, there's a solution for death, I believe. Now, it may not be a physical solution, but it, it is a solution, all right? So I would say your premise is wrong. If there's an area of your life where you think, you know, I need some change there, but then you think, but there's no way there can ever be change there. You're wrong. Okay, now maybe you haven't found it yet, but there's a solution to virtually anything. Now, I don't mean someone who's close to you who's died is going to come back to life, maybe, but I am saying someone who's close to you who has died, you can become at peace with that. <laughs> I am saying that. Okay, so if apathy is your thing, I think your premise is wrong. If, if victim mentality is your thing, same thing. Your premise is wrong. Other people are not supposed to do it for you. If you need help, ask. But, do, but don't do it by manipulation and passive aggressive. Be direct, be direct and kind about it. Hey, Dave, I've got a problem with this. Could, could we talk a minute? I, I don't know if you can help, but I need some help. Could you talk to me about this a little bit? And you know what? You'll find if you do that sincerely and humbly, you're going to find a person that will help. Okay. You just will. Um, there's lots of wonderful people out there that, you, you know, Dave, that's one of the most fascinating things to me about social media is you go on social media and a lot of times you come away with, Oh my goodness. There are idiots all over the world. And, 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 Man, it is scary out there. There's so many crazy people. But as I've traveled all over the world, Dave, to lecture and do book tours and workshops and things like that, the impression I've come away with has been exactly the opposite. There are wonderful people everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So, so if you're in this, there's no help for me and victim mentality or apathy or whatever, hey, get off the couch and find a wonderful person. They're out there, okay? Uh, contact me, contact Dave, contact Johanna, 
contact Santo, uh, you know, um, help is out there. Okay. And, and, and I understand if you tried something 20 times and none of them work, it makes you think the 21st one won't work either. The problem is there's no logic in that. Okay. Mm -hmm. It might, it, it might absolutely a hundred percent be that the 21st one is the one that would have worked all along and will work for the rest of your life. Okay. So you can't give up. You can't give up because it's out there. It's out there. Dave, you want to add something before we do the code? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Do you want to start? Uh, or you want no, me to why, go? Why don't I let you do it? Go. Okay, great. All yeah. right. Okay, so um, I'm not going to do my prayer because I've regretted writing that prayer ever since I wrote it. Um, to, in, in a way, well, because people people tend to think it's a magic prayer, and it's not. There's no magic prayer. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pray from my heart. Father, thank you for all these wonderful people uh, here live. If they're here by podcast. Uh, Father, some of them are are in apathy right now. They have tried and tried and tried and nothing's worked. And they honestly, they're not trying to be that way. They just, they just honestly don't think anything's going to work for them or for this problem. Father, please help them try again and, and help us to help them if they'll let us know they need help or reach out to a friend or a neighbor or a relative. But to, to not stop if one person can't help because the people to help are out there and there's wonderful people all over the place. Father, if someone is in a victim mentality because of so much pain and, and they've tried to do it the right way, the straight way, but that hadn't worked. So now they're trying to just get it any way they can get it, even if it means manipulating people. Father, uh, help them to get the courage and strength to try again themselves and, and to be direct and straight with people, not, not manipulative. Um, and, and Father, anything else related to those issues or that anyone who does this custom code needs uh, for their issues related to apathy or victim mentality, Father, please let those things be found and healed in them as well and let love and joy and peace and and healing explode in each and every person as they do uh this process amen amen okay let's start with a custom healing code left hand temple right hand bridge Relax, slow, deep breaths from the stomach. Don't try to make anything happen. Your body, mind, spirit know exactly how to heal these things. Just back out of the way and let them do it. Both hands, temples. Left hand jaw, right hand Adam's apple. By the way, if, you, if you're new here, and I say this because I've heard of a number of new people just in the last week, and you don't know how to do a healing code or trilogy, there's free links to show you how to do that. You don't have to buy a thing.
Left hand Adam's apple, right hand bridge. Both hands bridge. Okay, and if you repeat this code, I would do that sequence twice. So I would push pause or stop right now, rewind it, and do that segment a second time. And then now we're going to go to a custom trilogy, starting with custom acupuncture points. So let's start with side of the hand. Eyebrows. Collarbones, little finger, under the eyes, middle finger, temples again, middle of the chest. Thumb, under the nose, under the arms, index finger, sore spot, chin, under the nipples and 9G. Eyes open, closed, open, eyes down to the left, down to the right, circle your eyes, circle the other way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> All right, now uh, let's go to um, Governing conception and activate governing and conception vessel three times, please. Three times. If it hurts, you're pressing too hard. Three times. This is sometimes called yin and yang, the river of energy that flows on the midline of the body. That all the acupuncture points and everything go in and out of. All right, custom healing centers. Let's start with forehead. Please open and harmonize. If it hurts, you're pressing too hard. Throat, please open and harmonize. Base or root on the pubic bone, please open and harmonize. Heart, please open and harmonize. Under the belly button, Please open and harmonize. Crown, please open and harmonize. Middle of the stomach, please open and harmonize. All right, left hand, forehead, right hand, brainstem. 
And this is stimulating conscious, unconscious, subconscious, and ancestral mind all at the same time. Very powerful. And on any of these, you can go longer. Each of the segments have been tested on their own. But together, it, it magnifies all of them. All right, hands over the heart. Slow, deep breaths, one after the other. Let the code process. When you're ready, take a look at your zero to 10 rating that I forgot to bring up when we started, but next time, maybe write it before you start. And then I would take a look at it now and note any change and be sure to take another look in, in about 30 minutes. It should be better in 30 minutes than it is now. One, uh, one uh, sort of funny little thing. Uh, you may have noticed when I say to do um, the root, the root uh, position on the whole body balancing, I always say base or root on the pubic bone. And I don't say anything like that for the other. Someone pointed this out to me last week. It's the reason I'm saying it. And what I realized is that the reason I say it is if you're watching me do it on video and you can see my whole body, I don't want you to think I'm masturbating uh, <laughs> for that. Uh, because that would make you uncomfortable. It would make me uncomfortable. It's not very uh, therapeutic. So uh, anyway, that's just sort of a funny thing I thought of um, as to why I do that. And I didn't even know I was doing it. Um, Alex, can I add something also? Yeah, yeah. It's slightly unrelated, but... So one of our nicknames for this call is the um, doctor's confessional call. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to say, because, you know, I, I had I uh, shared with people several weeks, a couple of weeks ago about, um, you know, being set free emotionally by this Donna Greenberg story. And I just wanted to say, you know, to be able to for someone who was spent his basically his whole life not being able to be emotional because basically it was, you know, beaten out of me is more or less, but and to be set free and to be able to cry in happiness, you know, and yeah. just sobbing tears. It just feels wonderful. I mean, even at my age to be set free, I mean, I, it's like hallelujah. So that's me, my, me, me too, Dave. That's exactly how I feel. I mean, I, you know, when I went, the, the story I told when I started the kindergarten and felt like my life was turned upside down, I felt like I was in bondage. I felt like someone had, had tied me or chained me up. And today, I agree. I feel free. I feel, <laughs> I almost feel like I could jump out this window and fly, you know? Now, now thank goodness I, I don't try to do that, uh, but... Anyway, uh, Johanna, if we have a question or two in the next few minutes, I can take it or Dave can. No. Okay. So uh, if you have a question, you could raise your hand by pressing star nine if you're on the phone. 
And uh, the question on someone typed in is, could you refresh us on where to find replays of these sessions? On YouTube. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. If you uh, go to Dr. Alexander Lloyd on YouTube, I think you might also be able to type in All Lives Matter. Yeah. But I, yeah. And, That's and, correct. And you'll find them. And I've heard from several people just the last week who have found this call having nothing to do with me or my company. They were just looking on the internet and found it. Um, so please tell your friends uh, it's growing. Uh, it's growing because David has such great confessions. So here is next one. Um, but um, no, we, we are committed to this to help a million to a billion people increase their emotional well-being by 100% or more in one year or less. That's why we're here. So if you want to invite somebody, tell them. If they say, well, what's it about? That's what it's about. It's to help you increase your emotional well-being by 100% or more in the next year or less. And everything and, and, free. And to add on that, remember when you increase your emotional well-being, you decrease your stress and your health will improve. Yes, it will. For sure. In fact, Dr. Lipton says you'll for sure get better. And very often the problem will go away completely. Over time, at least. So any uh, any uh any question? One more question. Um, Annie is asking, when is it a good time to get a coach? Anytime. Uh, Johanna is our head coach. So you answer that one. Um, can I also? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I, I would say, you know, to, uh, no, but when you to get in. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Johanna. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> I'd say anytime. Anytime you can get a coach, if you're um, and well, Johanna, Johanna, give them. Why don't you give them your email uh, or or what or, or a way to contact you or whatever? And um, well, you could contact me. My my um, my website is healingcodecircle.com. Um, my email is johannachan07 at gmail.com, and I'm happy to answer any questions anytime and direct you possibly even to a coach who might be near to you if you prefer. Um, most everyone does meet on the phone or Zoom or something like that. So it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. There's a way that we can connect with you. So, And um, I've got to go. I love you okay. all very much. Dave, Johanna, sure. all of you. Thank you. Love you. Tell your friends. See you, see you next week. <laughs> okay. okay. Love bye. you, Alex. Love you, Alex. Johanna, I want to add in. Can I? Yeah. Okay. So I would say that um, the first of all, you have to be open to it. And it sounds like you are whoever asked the question, if you will, otherwise you wouldn't be asking. So when, when a person is open to it, and I would say it's better to find a coach early. And the reason is this, if you're going to get a coach, it would be better early because then you will, you'll have, you'll, you're more, more likely to have major breakthroughs. And once you do, you're, you're in it on a path to self-healing and you're not going to need the coach anymore once you understand how it works and et cetera. So, you know, um, that, that's my two cents anyway. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's absolutely perfect. And, and most, you know, most of our coaches work with 
anyone, even if you have never heard about the healing codes or you've never read the book, um, we still will take you wherever you're at and take your hand and guide you through it. So yeah, please contact a coach. You can order personal sessions if you go to dralexanderloyd.com and there's a drop-down menu. You can choose the coach. Um, you could look at the practitioners we have there and choose one there and contact them directly. Um, most people go to my website if they want to work with me personally. They'll go to my website, but you, I'm also on the drop-down menu. And there's a variety of, of sessions that you can choose from. So please do that. We are here for you. Absolutely. Okay, so we have another question. This is Susan. She says, hi, Dr. Alex and David. The links for how to do the codes and trilogies are right under the video window on each episode on Dr. Alex's YouTube channel. Every week, they are there. Thanks, Susan. That's a great tip. Okay, let me see if we have any other questions here. Okay, so Annie's reaching out to one of our coaches. Susan says, suggest people select their coach they feel connected to. It helps your path of healing go more kindly with support. Yes, absolutely. So you can look at the coaches, read the different uh, descriptions, you know, and their contact information is there. Again, you can go directly to a coach or you can order personal sessions through the drop-down menu on the, on the website. So, and if you're having any difficulties, you can email me directly and I'll, I'll guide you uh, to somebody that maybe is in your area or um, personally work with you if you like. It's, it's really up to you. We, we really want to help. So, so um, just let us know. Let me see if we have any other questions. Okay, so we have some hands up. This is Bridget. Bridget? Your line is. You want, yeah. Hello, Johanna. Johanna. How are you? Um, I missed out on your uh, website there. <clears throat> your your own direct. It's Johanna. What? Please. I. <clears throat> excuse okay. me. I have a bit of a cold. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> well, my personal website is healingcodescircle.com. Yes. Right. And I got that. And yeah. then you have a, uh, your own email. I my email is Joe. Johanna Chan, J-O-H-A-N-N-A-C-H-A-N-0-7 at gmail.com. Okay, 07. And is there a dot after the 07? No. No, oh, at gmail.com. That's grand, um, Johanna. Um, yes, I may need to get on to you during the week. Um, but uh, that's, I just wanted that. Thank you very much, Johanna. You're welcome. God bless you, Bridget. God bless you. Okay, and then we have, um, okay, let me check for any other hands up. Okay, Susan, I, I think you already posted a question, but I'm going to open your line, Susan. You can go ahead with your question. Just, um, hi, Dr. David, um, uh, Susan in Australia, and um, uh, you heard mm. me on the coach meetings. Um, right. I'm just going to offer that, that apathy and victimisation, feeling a victim, was really a big part of my life because it felt like um, 
being an only child was was the reason for that and I just felt all by myself through my childhood and so that was just the, the theme of my childhood and, and and my life that led to me feeling apathetic and 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 kind of like in a stuck place and something I couldn't change until I got to the place about 27 years ago when I started doing energy processes and then in mid-2005, finding the healing codes that massively accelerated my progress and um, has made a huge difference to who I feel I am and cleaned out an enormous amount of the um, high levels of rebellion that I felt. So, yeah, very, very strong feeling of the apathy and, and, and like there was nowhere I could go that would be, I'd be approved of or accepted as a kid. See. Yeah. Well, thank you, Susan, for sharing that. It's going to give people hope. All right. We have another hand up. This is Annie. I'm going to open your line. If you want to unmute Annie. Hi, Johanna. Thank you so much. Um, I just had a quick question for you. You gave me an amazing healing, custom healing code last week, and I just wanted to know how long that code uh, lasts for. Most of the time, was it a healing code or a trilogy? I don't remember. It was a healing code. Um, it was, I think it was a healing code, but also it had some healing codes too in there also. Right, right. On an average, the codes are most effective for about two weeks. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. So you can continue to use that. Um, I mean, for some people, maybe, I mean, it's, it's always going to be an okay code. It's always going to work to some degree, but it's most effective for two weeks. After about two weeks, of course, that you're healing the negative frequency and canceling the, the, you know, changing the wave of the frequency to a more positive wave. So after about two weeks, you might want to get a new one, a fresh one to recalibrate. Wonderful. I've definitely seen some positive results with it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Um, let me see if we have any other questions. Okay. We're in the custom code section now, right, Joanna? Well, I'm going to, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let me go yeah. ahead and let me go ahead and uh, stop the recording so we won't have everybody's personal information there. <laughs> 